You hey, what if we words. dumped a bucket of paint on him? Well, then we'd see the shape. You mark my words, bitch. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Guides the Unknown. I'm Kristen. And I'm her little brother, William. And this week, Will's going to take it away. He's going to tell me a story all by his lonesome. That's right. I'm in the driver's seat. Mm -hmm. And you know where I want to drive? Where? Straight to Disney. Ooh, you and me both. Yes. So as we uh, do this episode, we're preparing for Kristen to go away on vacation. That's right. So as you're listening to this, Kristen might be Mm -hmm. in the wonderful world of Disney. Very well may be. And so I'm going to be sharing some stories of things that maybe you can look out for while you're down there that are kind of, you know, ghosty and scary. But also, some of these stories almost play as warnings of what not to do, lest you become another Disney ghost. Okay. Yeah. All right, good. little cautionary tale. Exactly. All of these are ghost stories about Disney World. Oh. Or Disneyland. I never really understood the difference. But it's the theme park ghosts of Disney. Anytime I'm trying, I always have to look it up. Like, I don't even know where I'm going. I think Florida is Disney World. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get them mixed up all the time. Yeah, exactly. But before we get started, Mm -hmm. if you're into Guide to the Unknown, please follow at GTTUPod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep up with our projects that we're working on. Uh, You can also back us on Patreon.com slash GTTUPod. If you back us on the Netherworld Warrior level, starting at $4 a month, you're going to get access to tons of bonus material that's all already up there, plus yeah. the weirdo random things that we happen to share with our uh, supporters. Right, exactly, as the mood strikes. Absolutely. If you're not familiar with Guide to the Unknown, please subscribe. We hope you enjoy the show. Kristen and I always do ghost uh, stories on this show. Mm-hmm. The background of urban legends, of pop culture monsters, folklore. Uh, hit the subscribe button. Yeah. Have some fun with us. Stay in our little world. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so let's get right into it. Okay. Uh, I have sort of got these broken down by ride. Mm-hmm. A lot of these are rides that you will have no interest in actually going like on. like roller coasters. But I want you to be aware as you're walking through oh, yeah. Disney of all of the spirits that are... Yeah, I can side-eye Space Mountain or whatever. Exactly. Uh, let's start with the Matterhorn. Okay. All right. That's this, a big one, right? It's a big one. Yeah. This is like a big, iconic, famous Disney right. ride. Right, so big figu- figuratively. I meant both these things, figuratively and literally. Isn't this like a big, scary ride? Yeah, I think it's literally yeah. like a, a. it winds in and out of a fake mountain. Right, Like that's it's part of the Disney landscape. Cool. You'll see it on the horizon, mm-hmm. even if you don't go up to it. Right. So this is the story of Dolly. Okay. Uh, and a lot of this information I'm going to be sharing with you comes from wanderwisdom.com. Okay. Uh, there was a great article about Disney ghosts. Great. So in 1984, uh, there was a young girl named Dolly Young who was riding on the Matterhorn on the Tomorrowland side. Mm. Everything about Disney is broken up into these lands. Dolly was alone in the back seat. And a child was alone in the front seat. So real quick, this is actually factual. Like a lot of, oh, okay. Because a lot of stories we tell are, you know, we think. Uh-huh. The, well, the full name and age threw me. It sounded newspapery or something. I Yes. Okay. It, this is not, I do not, this is not a newspaper source. No, I know. I think that it is wise to take all of this with a big grain of salt. Perfect. And I think, you know, also it being... Disney and a lot of these stories passed down over the course of decades. Mm-hmm. Disney is an old place. Right. You know, like it opened in the 50s. Something like that. Um, uh, a lot of these stories, I think, have been retold so many times that I don't know if we can trust them. Okay. Maybe cool. we can. But it, it, it even struck me as I was doing my research that I'm saying in 1984, Dolly Young was riding alone on the Matterhorn. Right. Dolly Young. And she's a young girl. Yeah, I know. Now, 
people have I the last name Young, like yeah. but it also might just be like the most satisfying form of this story is that it was about Dolly Young. Yeah. You know? All right, cool. Gotcha. Um, so <clears throat> in the middle of the ride, Dolly unbuckled herself from her seat, supposedly to help the child who was seated in front of her. Uh, she stood up just as her roller coaster car passed under a section of track that was above. Here's a quote from this website. She hit her head on the bridge and fell onto the track. When the next sled came along, Dolly got run over. The story is that they had to dismantle the track to dislodge her body. Oh, God. Now, the person who wrote this article from Wander Wisdom, uh, Kristen, had this to say about whether or not Dolly's ghost haunts the ride. Evidently, this person who wrote this article used to work Mm. at Disney. Um, I worked on that ride for several years and I never saw her, but I sure did feel her. Um, evidently it's a job for the Disney cast members mm-hmm. to, at the end of the day, walk the tracks. Okay. You have oh to, my God. I know you have to, but you have to like double back along what sure. all of these people who've traveled to Disney have been on to look for stuff like lost and found items or just to make sure that the track is in good repair. It makes sense. It's just, sound, that sounds scary. Yes. But every time Kristen walked the track, she felt like someone was watching her saying, I was always convinced that it was Dolly. So I would often say hi to her. Kristen also refers to a part of the ride as Dolly's dip. Ooh. Which is crazy to me. I'm sure it's not literally called that. Uh Uh-huh. You know, like, structurally, they're not like... Oh, yeah, yeah. So the ride will, you know, we'll get this, like, (laughs) 45-degree ascent, and then we'll hit Dolly's Dip. Dolly's Dip. Go straight down. Yeah, Go straight on down to Dolly's Dip. There's no way that's what it is, but, like, the colloquial name of that... Yeah, she probably just thinks of it that way. Like, when she's walking the track. And I'm thinking, it must mean they're walking under the track, right? They're not walking the track. I don't think they're walking on where... That's what I... My knee jerk when I went, ugh, was that. And then I thought about it as you're talking. I was like, it's not that. That doesn't make any sense. No. But anyway, I'm sure it's just that when she's walking along the path of the track, she's like, just thinks of it. She's like, oh, okay, we've hit Dolly's Dip. Maybe I'm three quarters of the way done walking this or whatever it is. And not even just that, but like, is this what all the cast members Mm. refer to this thing as? Yeah, to each other. When this person was trained, were they like, yeah, 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 just be careful around Dolly's Dip, you know? Yeah. We've had people who've seen things and heard things. Right. Like, maybe they try to scare each other. Like, hey, you should should do the Matterhorn tonight (laughs) at dusk. Hey, we should get the new meat to walk uh, Dolly's Dip. Haze them. What's Dolly's Dip? Oh, you don't know about Dolly's Dip. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I I love that energy. Yeah, I do too. Uh, The last thing that Kristen says on the matter is that there are lights near Dolly's Dip that always seem burned out. Uh, And the last thing she says is, I hated running the track at the end of my shift, and I usually tried to get someone else to do it for me. Huh. Yeah. This is a story that has been like picked up by other outlets as well. This is from the 13th floor. Uh, Here's their version. And this is, again, where it's like, these are not news stories. These are passed on in the telling. Right, right. Dolly Young was a young woman who stood up to check on her children. Okay. So now we've pivoted from being a kid trying to help another kid. Dolly Young was trying to check on her kids. She was a, a young mother. She was thrown from her bobsled onto the track and run over. And here's from the article. When cast members investigated, they reported seeing no blood, only her feet and legs sticking out from under the bobsled like the witch in The Wizard of Oz. They sometimes report hearing her voice, feeling cold spots, 
or the feeling of being watched while walking the track after closing. Oh, man. Dolly's dip on the Matterhorn. Yeah, that's awesome. That's ghost one. Do they, um, I don't know, is there any way to find out what Dolly's dip is? So if you were to go on the Matterhorn, which of course I will not be doing. Right. But like, can you know like, oh, I'm coming up to Dolly's dip. I'm sure things are so hectic it's when interesting. you're on it. Because it's not like you're, it's not a slow ride where right. you're moseying and you can take these things in. But I wonder if there's a, a map, for lack of a better if word. If they're like, yeah, you're going to go through the cave and when you see... This, I don't know what the matter yeah, horn like, has, like but they're like, enthusiasts. there's going to be an elk on your right and when you'll you pass know that the you're elk. At Dolly's dip. Yeah, you're at Dolly's Dip. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, it I don't might know. Be. Yeah, that's there cool. are, it would be interesting, and I did not do this, but Disney has such a culture about it. Mm-hmm. Um, not just Disney overall, but like Disney World and Land. Oh, yeah. That there are things that are lurking beneath the surface. Mm-hmm. Like we've both Besides been- Besides the tunnels. <laughs> Chris. William. <laughs> Kristen and I have both been to Disney. <laughs> yes. I, I love it. I remember uh, when Me I was younger, I, I was a major skeptic about it being the happiest place on earth and oh, it's going to be life changing. And then I went, it was kind of life changing. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. I just had no interest in it. I, I was like, uh, sure, that sounds fine. It doesn't really seem like it's for me. And then when we went, I loved it. It's and so, so incredible. that's why I'm going for the, my husband's first time will be this trip that we're doing. It's a feat of engineering. It's insane. Um, the level of detail they go to is mind blowing. You I, really feel like you're in a completely different place. Yes. I think not only for like, you know, Anybody on the planet would enjoy Disney, I think. Even mm-hmm. even cynics and skeptics. Yeah. But I also think that maybe because you and I are a little, um, I don't know, broadly I, theatrical and performative, yeah, yeah. there's something there that is also um, really motivating about mm-hmm. seeing how far they have taken their ideas. Yes, it's definitely, it's to the nth degree. The go-to example I always have was that we went to, um, it was like a Beauty and the Beast themed pub. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, you know. It's just like people are just working. You know, somebody has to make the fries. Totally. But the person who makes the fries is dressed like, you know, they're friends with Gaston. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like if you crane your neck to look around to where the fry machine is, yeah. it still has like. It's still a fry machine. It still has pictures of like cartoon French, old French people all Wait, over the place really? back there. Back in the kitchen it does? Yes. Everything is designed. If, if you can see it yeah. as the average goer, right. it's designed for you to be able to see it that way. They only drop the facade like when you go into the service areas. Right, right. If, if it's on the floor and a and a person, a guest in the park can see it, right. it's in universe. I know that, but I guess when you're saying if you crane to look at the French fries, I was thinking that it was beyond guests' eyes. No, they know that you're going to crane to look at the French fry machine. What? So yes. wait, wait, wait. So I'm harping on the French fry machine. I'm being, what do you it's mean? an example. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about the actual... The, I thought maybe you craned. Uh, no, about the damn french fries. I thought you craned to look at the french fry machine. There was like a picture of Mrs. Potts on it or something. I was just curious. Yeah, I, I don't know literally about the french fries, but like they know you're going to crane your neck to look God. around the counter. <laughs> <laughs> How awesome would it be if secretly like guided the unknown is holding on by a string and you and I are actually like filled with animosity to each yeah. other. And those like little things that where you see the cracks we get in fights that are real. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And like we accidentally left in a moment of us fighting. Yeah. And it's like, just tell the damn story. Yeah, forgot Why that. does it always have to be a thing? <laughs> Flipping forgot out. To edit it. I have a mostly <laughs> joke thing, but semi-real. So because my husband Ryan is a chef, yeah. he's some I mean, it, it's not like constant or anything, but if it's like a, a fancy place we're going that he's been excited to go to or whatever, he'll sometimes 
either tell them, some, something happens where we end up looking at the kitchen. Like maybe sure. he'll say he's a chef and he'll ask if we can see the kitchen or he'll tell them they're a chef. He's a chef and then they offer, do you want to walk through the kitchen? Really? Because it's like a known thing that chefs like to see other chefs' kitchens or something. Oh, I should start saying that. <laughs> I love going into service areas like Die Hard. I cool. love seeing what the average person's not supposed to see. Me I too. love it. It's very neat. But no, for sure, people have just like, cold offered it because they know that it'll be of interest to him or whatever. So I wonder if there's any universe where Ryan and I go to be our guest or whatever that that fancy i don't think it's fancy but like that restaurant try the gray stuff it's delicious exactly and uh ryan drops like so i'm a chef and they take us back there and it's just you know normal people i you know <laughs> I what i don't think so i don't I, think I, so, I, that saying. would be rad but i really don't think so because I, I think, think so that either. disney is about secrets yeah which, which is, is part of what makes it all so intriguing right like it's not just that this is cool and that you go into a different world and everything when you go there because it's mm. just so transformative and um absorbing and everything the reason we're talking about it and the reason there are such mega fans all over the place is because there is that secretive underlayer otherwise you would just go and it's cool and interesting but we wouldn't be doing a show about it it's intriguing it sticks with you they're hiding something it is they're hiding something yes it's it's wonderful yeah it's so interesting i i really i really love it it's weird i think that a lot of things um are criticized for being perfect on the surface and then having an imperfect underbelly, even though literally everything is like that. Yes. But Disney, I feel like, is lauded for it. Yes. In I, a way that most other things aren't. I other agree. things would be called like inauthentic or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Disney is that they're pros. I would also and I agree. I would probably also love the imperfections. I would too, I'm sure. There, there's some there's a level of care and detail put into Disney that is like mind blowing and yeah. staggering. Yeah. So let's jump to uh one of our favorite rides, Kristen. Yes. And you know, for a lot of these things, I'm not gonna have the that are going to blow your socks off, but I think they're all worth mentioning, especially because you're going to be immersed in this world. You know I'm easily interested anyway. Sure. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. Excellent. So this was kind of fun in that way of like, oh, the entertainment industry used to have no option but to be a little morbid. Mm -hmm. So the 13th floor points out that um, it used to be really hard to get fake skeletons. Uh Uh-huh. And so a lot of productions think poltergeist. Right, used real skeletons. Mm-hmm. So there is a long-standing rumor that some of these skeletons in Pirates of the Caribbean are real bones. Really? They're real dead people. Cool. Now, it's been decades since that ride opened. All of those animatronics have been worked on, replaced, upgraded. The real skeletons are gone. Except there is a rumor. And this is something that you can keep an eye out for and try okay. to see the, the, the veracity of this statement. Yes. There is a rumor that there is one set of a skull and crossbones that are still real human remains. Mm. Where are they located? Why, nowhere else than above the dead captain's bed at the end of the ride. Okay. So at the head of the bed, picture like the headboard, there's supposed to be a skull and crossbones Real skull, yeah. real bones. So again, I'm sorry that this is kind of a, a dense or repetitive question. Is it factual that these are real a real skeleton and real bones? Like, are we saying it's real and it's known or it's like the rumor it's is rumors. that it's real? Okay, gotcha. These fine. are all rumors. Fine, fine, fine. You know, it, it never even occurred to me that I could try to confirm these things because I almost don't want to know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Like, th- that would be a journalistic pursuit that would be intriguing. Sure. But I don't want to know. No, that's fine with me. I want to believe in the legends. Right. So cool. here's All right, I'll keep my eyes peeled. Here's another angle that I've got here on some of these stories. So Wander Wisdom mm-hmm. had a comments section. 
and I got I pulled some choice comments from people. Sweet. Uh, referencing some of these stories. So here are this some of the comments good. that refer to the parts of the Caribbean uh, section. <clears throat> Here's a really really dark one. This was posted by Jay 17 months ago. Okay. It's pretty gruesome. Okay, I'm ready. There is another ghost. How do you think he spelled the word ghost? <laughs> Minus the H? There's no H in the word ghost that he spelled, but okay. it's a little bit different still. How do you think he spelled the word, word ghost? Wait, wait, wait. There's no H in the word ghost that he spelled? Correct. What do you mean? Okay, so my first thing is right, and there's more of misspelling? There's more that's wrong about it than just dropping the H. Does it end with a D? <laughs> no. There's another ghost, G-O-A-S-T. Wow, okay. Almost like goats. Yeah, goats with a okay, with a twist. Yeah. There's <laughs> another ghost that haunts Pirates of the Caribbean. It was a pregnant mother. Then she fell out of the boat and her head was smashed. Oh. God. The is... the brevity of this comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and the it. intensity no, of the death is no context and major gruesome death. But the other thing that it immediately sprang to mind for moi. Yeah. Is that our mother yeah. uh, famously went to Disney when she was pregnant with me and yes. went on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride? Wait, so this up is not famous to me. It's famous actually. to me. When I was uh, up until I first went to Disney, probably in my early to mid 20s, I would tell people, like, because we never really went on vacation when we were kids. I would say, what the hell? That means I was around. Why didn't I go to Disney with them? <laughs> ah, they left you behind. What the hell? I was three. That's like prime Disney age. Nah, you didn't deserve it. I mean, they deserved their alone time <laughs> you were and everything. Probably and that's a where they, I'm sure I was. And that's where they went on their honeymoon. So right. maybe they wanted a, a honeymoon before the next baby came. Maybe. Yeah, fine, baby fine, moon. Fine. Yeah, baby. So uh, I used to tell people that, like, yeah, I've never been to Disney. Well, I was on Pirates of the Caribbean. I just wasn't born yet. Huh. Hmm. Who knew? Well, I did get to experience at around that age a Pirates of the Caribbean knockoff because we used to go to Rye Playland all the time. That's right. And they had like, you know, the the Pirates Cave or something like that. That was basically Pirates of the Caribbean. It had animatronic pirates in there and stuff. You went in on a boat. It just didn't have any like... Real yeah. crazy aspects. You know, I almost looked up other theme parks because mm-hmm. there are you know tons of theme parks that are probably haunted and abandoned yeah. and have stories, whatever. But the more I dug into Disney, I was like, oh, this is there's plenty <laughs> here, so much here, a rich vein, so many depths to plumb. Yeah. So here's another comment on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Cool. Uh, from Isaac, I have had a ghost experience at the Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, so you know how the swamp scene at the beginning of the ride and near the restaurant wall. Uh, well, when I was, what? I was in the swamp scene near where the old man sits. I looked to my left and I thought I saw a face in one of the fake trees. I looked again and the face was gone. Ooh. No explanation. Just yeah, nothing more than fine. that. And it's a Happy comment on an article. It's not like you're going to get much more than that. Yeah, but I'm not just, writing a blog post. Exactly. I just love that. There are like people sharing their own experiences yes. down there. And very matter of factly. Yes, totally. Um, all right, Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. This is a really weird one. I've never heard this story before. Is the story of how dad's glasses flew off and our sister Karen grabbed them? I forgot about that. Yes. I mean, that's basically the whole story, but just to add a little context yeah. for people listening, um, our dad took, I think just Karen, because I think Lynn used to talk a big game about wanting to go on all the rides, and when it came down to it, she would stay off. Oh, and is she that was right? scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so I think dad and our sister Karen went on Space Mountain like a long time ago and our dad's glasses flew off while they were going through and Karen, mid-ride, reached up in the air and grabbed them. Oh, that's so awesome. She was very good at that kind of stuff. She also found a diamond earring in like a white carpet one time. Oh my God. She had an eagle eye, even though she wore glasses yeah. too. They did their work She really did. Well. She knew yeah. what she was doing. Yeah. She followed her instincts and they led she her places. Yeah. I uh, am paranoid about my glasses. The, the, few times that i've done a roller coaster i like sit there like oh, holding yeah. the bridge of my glasses to my face like that didn't a goober. even occur to me but yeah oh hold on tight of hold course on tight. Well, i'm not gonna go on anything that goes you know above one mile an hour i know so. you're barely gonna do you're not even gonna do the teacups no oh my god that's spinning <laughs> all the spinning all the spinning so this is the story of mr one way Oh. This is the name of this phantasm. Oh. And it's fantastic. Cool. A guy with red hair and a red face. Okay. <laughs> I mean, is it me? Just a red head, <laughs> his entire head. Guy version of me. He gets in the seat next to single riders. Mm. If you're me. alone, Mr. One Way might come to sit God. with you. According to the 13th floor, it soon becomes obvious that he is not from our time. Mm. Uh, by the time the ride ends... The man has disappeared from beside you. Oh, man. So is Mr. One Way, is he taking a ride with you? He's like, ooh, free seat. He goes in there. Could he be accompanying riders so that they're not scared? Uh, that's kind of what I think. Because supposedly this is the ghost of a man who died on the ride mm -hmm. in the 1970s. Maybe he loves it. Maybe he wants the company. Maybe yeah, he wants exactly. to be your company. Yeah, He just way. wants to go on it again. But it doesn't sound sinister whatsoever. Correct. And also, if he disappears by the end, mm -hmm. maybe he disappears when he had a heart attack. Oh. You know, at the certain point in the ride when right. he died. Right. If he died on the ride, it makes a sort of ghosty sense that yeah, he right. would disappear at that point. It does. Like when he gets to his own Dolly's Dip. Yes. Mr. One Way's roundabout yeah mr one way's ride is done mm -hmm. yeah back to the beginning right so here's a comment from uh m Ancamino. oh beautiful name <laughs> says now that's just silly there's no ghosts on space mountain in the 40 plus years i've been going on the ride solo and being loaded next to strangers i've never seen anything like that i'm pretty sure i'd remember another red-headed guy <laughs> Which made me think. <laughs> he just wanted to say that he was redheaded. Kind of, but I don't know why. I don't, I don't know why either. that's a boast. But also, maybe he's Mr. One Way. <laughs> yeah. he says, he's been going on it for 40 years. That's been, a long time. He's been going on it for 40 plus years. <laughs> sitting next to other strangers. <laughs> he's Mr. One Way. It's Mr. One Way wrote a comment on this article on Wander Wisdom. Now that's just silly. <laughs> There's no ghosts on Space Mountain. Why, I've been riding alone next to other people. My face and head are red. Maybe he knows that he's Mr. One Way and he's being defensive. Ooh, yeah. He's like, also, you guys are all ridiculous. <laughs> you know what? This doesn't make sense. I was going to say, his name here is M. Uncamina. Could you jumble that around? You could, because it could be like Mr. Uno. <laughs> like, like, yeah, if, you get, if you get rid of the... The Kameen in the middle. It's yeah. M. Uno. Mr. Uno. Mr. Uno. <laughs> Mr. One. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We figured it out. Oh, oh, oh. We couldn't figure out little brother. We can't figure out the prophet, but we got Mr. Uno. Got Mr. Uno. Maybe um, in some language, Kameen means way. Ooh, yeah. So he's hidden it inside the one. Well, an El Camino is a car, and cars drive. Oh, my God. A certain 
way. Yeah, a certain way. Cars can only drive one way at a time, as right. we all know. Of course, as we all understand. Cars can't drive two ways at once. So, Mr. One Way, Mr. Uno Camino. He's hiding in plain sight. This guy is having a chuckle. Yeah, he's laughing at, our at us. He's laughing at us. Lying and laughing. <clears throat> um, here is Charlotte's comment saying, I have seen One Way before and thought it was very creepy and it flowed green. <laughs> It flowed green, not glowed green. It flowed, flowed green. I love comments. I do too. I love comments. This is great. You pulled some good ones. Here's another comment. This is from mouseweight.com talking about Mr. One Way. Uh, here's a comment that somebody wrote. Never saw him, but I did see Lorenzo Lamas once. Does that count? Yeah, it counts. It counts as far as they I'm say. Concerned. They say if you go on Space Mountain, you might see Lorenzo Lamas because he really likes that ride. He goes there a lot. And they say, well, on if you go to Disney and you pay attention on Space Mountain, if you look around, you might see Lorenzo Lamas. <laughs> he loves it there. Well, Lorenzo Lamas has a similar vibe to Fabio, who rode that ride at Six Flags, I think, and that goose flew into his face and broke his nose. Oh. So is there anything there? There I might don't be. Think so. <laughs> that yeah. goose is haunting. Yeah. Lorenzo Lamas. <laughs> Lorenzo Lamas. You're next. Another long haired hunk. Oh, my God. The goose is just waiting. I think that goose died, actually. I would think so. That went into Fabio's yeah. face. It oh. exploded. Yeah, what an incident. What a horrible thing to have happened. What an international incident. <laughs> The implications. I know. All right, so here's the story. It's another Space Mountain ghost. Mm -hmm. Disco Debbie. Ooh. Disco I Debbie. I've heard of this. Really? Yeah. There's not much to it. Uh -huh. Really all it is, is they say there's an employee who mysteriously died of a brain aneurysm backstage at Space Mountain, and now she flies around in there, and she glows green. <gasps> So maybe our friend Charlotte didn't actually see Mr. One-Way flowing green. She saw Disco Debbie flowing green. An easy mistake. I mean, if it's flowing green, yeah. you can't tell if it's red hair or a disco lady. Yes, true. I have seen One-Way before, and I thought it was very creepy, and it flowed green. Mm -hmm. Replace that disco with, Debbie. I have seen Disco Debbie before, and it was very creepy, and she flowed green. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, Disco Debbie brings me to... We're going to leave Space Mountain now. Okay. We're going to go to a story that's not so much of a haunting, but it is a very notorious, horrible mm -hmm. incident that happened at Disney. Cool. Uh, and a lot of people talking about Disco Debbie ended up talking about this person, Deborah Gale Stone. Okay. I'm sure you know this story, but I have- Does that have to do with a curtain or something? Kind of. Okay. Yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about. But I don't totally remember. So okay. So there was a an attraction called America Sings. Mm -hmm. And the, it had this rotating stage and animatronics. It was all musical. So this is a story that happened in Anaheim. So it's on the West Coast on July 8th, 1974. This okay. is a true story. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there was a death in America Sings. Um, there, to have that rotating stage, you got to think of the sort of gutter between where the stage itself is pivoting and mm -hmm. the rest of like the building around it. Right. There's like a little narrow channel um, between... Like where that guy got killed in Radio Land Murders. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. By where the guy got Larry Storch or yeah. whatever. Yeah, what the hell is that guy's name? Uh... <laughs> Larry Miller. Larry Miller. Larry Miller. And mm -hmm. uh, what movie did you Radio just Land say? Radio Land Murders. Radio Land Murders, yeah. which we watched recently. It's not very good. Not, not great. That scene is great. Yeah. Oh, it's my God. Mm -hmm. Round and round I go. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. 
Watch Radio Land Murders. It's about and then talk to us about it. Nobody else will. No, (laughs) it's about an old timey uh, radio station that's its inaugural night going on the air, and so they have like performers standing with microphones, being like, "Why, yes, I am the the private investigator." Like all like old timey. Yeah, radio plays. Scripted radio plays. Right. Ah. There's the Dolby artist who's Mm -hmm. Christopher Lloyd, who's using you know coconuts, not Dolby art, Foley Foley artist using coconuts to make horse hoof sounds and stuff. It's great. Great. The the setup and everything is great. I thought it was a great movie because we watched it a bunch when we were kids, and then we watched it as adults, and we were like, "This movie kind of stinks." Yeah, but you know, yeah, uh, there's some good stuff in it. There's, there's some great stuff. In there's it, some actually. great stuff in yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, there is an evil voice that takes over the airwaves yeah. to foretell everyone's death. Right. It's so, pretty cool. So it'll be like dig too deep and you'll get hurt mm-hmm. and everyone will kind of look around like what the hell was that and yeah, then just the regular the music air. will come back on yeah so everybody forgets the scary voice but then somebody dies according to the the little poem the, that he just said right it's, it's great theme. yeah okay so <clears throat> deborah stone at the america sings attraction nobody really knows what happened she may have fallen into the gap between the moving wall and the stationary wall she may have stepped back into that teeny tiny area by mistake or she may have been trying to jump from one side of this kind of gutter to the other either way the first person to uh, call out what was happening was an audience member who heard screaming oh god and tried to get the attention of the staff The other employees somehow thought the screaming everyone was hearing was part of the show. Either way, Mm. by the time people investigated, Deborah Stone was dead, having been crushed between the walls on this rotating stage. So here's a comment from Vane Vaz. Now, I also want to say that you and I try to be very respectful of stories like this. Mm-hmm. So I don't bring this up as anything other than just like, this is what people say. Right. right? I'm just documenting. This is what people say mm-hmm. about this incident. Vane Vaz. I had a dream of Debbie Stone. She is asking for help to get to the other side. And it was just like kind of yeah, a creepy a little... comment. Chilling. A little chilling. A yeah. little like a, a little capitalizing on real life misery. A little, unless well, this person I mean, really maybe... believes it. Or maybe they really had that dream. And I mean, people do talk about, you know, real. it's hard for everybody, I think, but for some people to realize that these are like real life deaths and things like that's not just a story. So maybe they did have that dream and they're just commenting because it's pertinent to the story and they don't connect that. Maybe it could be messed up for a family member to see that or something. Yeah, you know. But it's also like this was just a comment left on the article. Mm -hmm. This person doesn't even have a profile picture. Yeah, right. So it's just like they're just someone out in the world. Yeah, just throwing it out. Who claims that the ghost of Debbie Stone appeared to them in a dream to ask for help moving on? It's it's weird that when these stories become public, like they're not really, but then. They kind of belong to everybody in a certain way. Yeah. Like you have your own thoughts and perspective on the Debbie Stone death. And maybe it's right. wormed its way into your subconscious and you could have a dream about it. Or maybe it's, you know, maybe it's real it's or whatever. Who knows? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm very conflicted about that comment. I really come down on the side of like ick about it. Yeah, but it was just, also so just don't say it. Just intriguing in to me that somebody said that mm-hmm. and like commented that. Yeah. It like really speaks to like a a way that people sometimes behave on the internet mm-hmm. in particular. Now they didn't say anything that's really like no, inflammatory. It, no, no, no. It's just it's the definition of like oh, it's inappropriate. It's just a little it's, thoughtless. Yeah, it's a little thoughtless. Yeah. yeah. It's just interesting to it me. It is though. interesting. All right. It's a small world. Another okay. one of your favorites. Yes. 
Controversially so. <clears throat> yeah. Frequently mocked. Frequently mocked. Well, I it's thought it was beautiful. World. It is. We went on it many times. Yeah, I loved the way it looked. It's lovely. Yeah. Uh, here's the story from Wander Wisdom uh, that several cast members who worked on It's a Small World loved the ride so much that they came back to reside there after mm. they have died. Maybe all haunted's a small world. So the ride is haunted not because anything horrible happened there, but right. because people loved it so much. Because it's so joyful. There's also a legend that the lights will turn on and off and that the dolls will keep on dancing and singing after hours when the electricity has been turned off. That's awesome. I love that. There was another legend that I saw online but didn't end up writing down, but it springs to mind, mm. that somebody was taking photographs while they were on the ride and later when they had them developed, meaning this was decades yeah. ago, uh, it looked like there was the body of a child hanging from the ceiling. Ooh. Just kind of yeah. fun. Kind yeah. Of, kind of eerie. Scary. Now, this is not part of any article. This is another comment, but this is sort of a, a completely different story. Okay. Um, this is from somebody named Bibbs A, <laughs> who wrote this three years ago, commenting on Wander Wisdom, who told their own story of a ghastly event that happened at Disney. Mm. Um, <clears throat> now, I don't know what this world is, and I actually forgot to look it up. Do you want to look up Autopia? Sure. It's like auto, like a car. Yeah. So it makes me think it's Cars World, but mm -hmm. I don't remember when that first movie came out, if this year makes sense. Okay. So Bibbs says, I worked at Disneyland in 2003-2004 and definitely had a ghostly experience. I worked at Autopia, and one night after closing, I was at Station 3, which wasn't allowed to be unoccupied at any moment due to security. I was waiting for the last car to come by and pick me up to finish closing the ride, and I felt a distinct tug on my pants. Ugh. I turned around and saw nothing, but heard what sounded like giggling. Ooh. There were no trees for me to get caught on or anything. I was standing in between two of the tracks on a little sidewalk. I never saw anything. But I felt that tug so clearly that I got pretty scared and radioed into the closing manager that they'd better hurry up and get me. Security protocol or not, I was ready to just run out of there. It was an experience I'll never forget. I was told that the land where Autopia was built used to be an orange grove, and the caretaker of the land lived on or around where Autopia is today. His home burned down with his children inside it, who perished. Ooh. I'm told that others have had experiences there, and people theorize it's the caretaker's children having a laugh. Well, they definitely had a good laugh at my expense. Ooh, that's creepy. Isn't that great? Yes, and Autopia is a race car track ride sponsored oh. by Honda. Oh, interesting. Okay, so it's not really necessarily even themed to no. a movie, really. No, I don't think so. It, it's just race cars on a track, basically. Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. But yeah, ghost children. Giggling ghost children is a cliche and trope, but for a reason. Yeah, maybe Very they creepy. happen constantly. Maybe it happens constantly, and also it's just scary. There's another ghostly trope that I'm going to talk about in a bit when we get to like Main Street Disney uh -huh. that I'm really sort I of like fond of yeah. yeah main street disney is like yeah a dream it's I'm gonna, so cool i'm gonna tell you a story in a little bit about walt disney having an office on mm -hmm. main street mm -hmm. and it's just like those are fake shops it's literally we're saying main street if you're not familiar with main street right, right. disney it's literally meant to look like a small town's main street so there like are the businesses man. people get that right it does look like the music man it's mm -hmm. just like a quaint little town and so Walt Disney had an apartment there that he would live in with his family. 
That's so nuts to me. They mentioned that in the Imagineers on Disney Plus, and I was like, "Excuse me." It's like hard it's to so imagine awesome. like having a normal day, like rise and shine, and you're in a theme park, right? Yeah, yeah. I live here. <clears throat> I love it. I uh, would love that so it's much. So cool. You know, I did a lot of writing when we went to Harry Potter World a while back, mm-hmm. and it's like I just love the idea of trying to get into an an everyday mindset in a theme park because it's yes. so impossible. Yeah, your mind is fragmented yeah, when you're in a theme park, mm-hmm. but like. To think that you could actually go there and do business or yeah, create right. something or write a story is... Yeah, it, something that's like a mundane part of your everyday life, but there's a dragon breathing fire by you. Yes, and it's is the cool. fact that there's a dragon breathing fire by you, does that worm its way into right. the DNA of what you're writing? Mm-hmm. Are you in an altered mind state? Yeah. Almost. I think so. Yeah. I think you'd have to be. I love it. All right. Haunted Mansion. Cool. I was a little let down. I wanted something a lot spookier, but yeah. at the end of the day, the Haunted Mansion is just... It's its its own it's spookiness. Ride. It doesn't even need it. Exactly. Yeah. But here are some stories that I thought were pretty cool. Cool. There have long been tales of people trying to surreptitiously sneak the ashes of loved ones into this ride. I know my mother-in-law has made the res- this request. Don't worry. We told her it was not going to happen. This is from the 13th <laughs> floor, by the way. One woman sneaked in her son's ashes, mm-hmm. but the boy didn't want the haunted mansion to be his final resting place. What? You can now hear him sobbing oh, as you God. exit the ride. Oh, that's terrible. Why the hell did she do that? <clears throat> Maybe she thought that he would like yeah, it, yeah, yeah. right? But yeah. like, it, it, you, this is something that you never really think about. Right. You know, when you think about scattering somebody's ashes. You, you think th- of it as like their final wish and you're doing their will. Right. But what if you're not? And the rules of the spirit world, again, like yeah, if yeah. you've listened to the to Guide to the Unknown, right. I am very hung up on the rules of the ghost world. And this is an interesting side effect of what seems to be the laws that ghosts operate by. Right, that you're attached <clears throat> yeah. to your remains in some way. Yes, and so, hey, bad luck, Johnny. Mm-hmm. You're stuck in the haunted mansion, even if you don't want to be. Right, And so here. now he's just there crying. Oh, So scary. Very. Now, here's something that's not quite as spooky, but is still interesting nonetheless and something that you can look out for. Okay. As your doom buggy travels by the ghostly ballroom scene, mm-hmm. which I think we all know, this is where all like the Pepper's ghost effect of projecting a spirit, a bunch of them dancing down there, you may notice a large spider on the glass just before you pass into the attic. Okay. So tattoo this on your brain. Okay. As you're in the doom buggy, which you're going to be, you yes. might be on it right now as people are listening. True. Which is very fun. Yeah. Uh, pay attention to when there's a spider on the glass. Okay. In the 1970s, a man fired his gun at the glass. What? The glass was bulletproof, so <gasps> it punctured the glass but didn't shatter it. Okay. Imagineers found it too costly and time-consuming to replace the glass, so they just covered it with a spider. I love that. Now, is that true? Yeah, I know. I'll keep... <laughs> Maybe not. I'll keep an eye open. Maybe not. I'm going to go with probably... probably not. I would think not. Also, I would think that it would cause more than just a, a spider sticker hole. I know. You know? Yeah, but, it's weird. Well, maybe the spider's gigantic. True. <laughs> maybe it's, it's true. distractingly large, <laughs> lazy. Obtrusive. Imagineers are not just... known for being lazy, by the no, way. No, definitely not. Yeah. So I don't think so. By the but way. I like the idea of it. <laughs> we recently talked uh, when you covered uh, uh, Ghouls on Film, mm-hmm. we recently did. I think it's episode 119. Yep. Uh, you told a story about a Yosemite Sam type fella mm-hmm. who fired his gun at a ghost. Yes. How frequently yeah. are like 
these dudes <laughs> frightened of just like something moving in their periphery that they don't have a total Pow. handle on and they're just pulling out their luger yeah haunted mansion would be a nightmare for that guy who shot that ghost oh yeah i'm surrounded yeah <laughs> they got me <laughs> <laughs> they got me oh oh my god all right grandma joyce the story of Grandma Joyce. This is from DisneylandGuru.tumblr.com. Someone, this is from the point of view of people working the ride and looking at the security cameras. They could tell that somebody was sprinkling ashes. Okay. They would just see like a little puff of ash on this side, puff of ash on that side. But watching the security I've told cameras. You before, I think the way to get around this is you bake the ash into a disc. And then you drop it like a wafer. You're a crazy person. <laughs> You're crazy. That's how you do it. Yeah, because Disney is like famously like if you sprinkle ashes, they will find them and just vacuum. Yeah, them. they don't want that to happen. They don't want that to happen. Right. I also thought if they're cleaning up all these ashes, it has to go somewhere. What if they have like a mass grave? Yeah. Right. Like, what if there's a hole? Maybe they're massive. Maybe the tunnels are like massively haunted. Maybe because they have been disposing of these ashes. Yeah. Right? They have to go somewhere. You got to go somewhere. It would be fascinating to separate from all the other like stuff that goes to like the dump. Yeah. Right. To just have like a big pit that's full of commingled ashes. Yeah, from did, hundreds of people. Do they have like a special shoot for that or something? Yeah. Exactly. And like, what happens to commingled ghosts? Yeah. Like, would it be like your arm? on my body you know right. like do they all get like jumbled and become a monster yeah right yeah hmm. um so anyway they could see that somebody was sprinkling ashes all over the place but they could not figure out who was doing it mm-hmm. um then later on when they were investigating the ride to see because people have been obviously tampering right they saw that a bunch of the plants at the ride's entrance had entrance had been like plucked up mm-hmm. and so examining that they found that somebody had dug down a little teeny bit And then covered the plants back up over what they had dug because they placed an urn in the ground reading, rest in peace, our dearest grandma Joyce. Uh, How did they do that without being noticed? I don't know. Wow. These workers then took the urn to the video camera room where it stayed for a while Uh uh, until a few board employees. I I would just leave it maybe. Oh, totally. (laughs) If I worked that, I was like, hmm, okay. Yeah, it's not bothering anybody. Yeah, exactly. I did dig to find it. It's sort of on theme with where we are right now. It's kind of Who's it offending? Yeah. This person brought in a trowel. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know, yeah. So uh, eventually a few board employees took the empty urn up to the catwalks inside the haunted mansion to create a little memorial to sweet old Grandma Joyce. That's nice. So somewhere above your head in the haunted mansion may be a little shrine. I love that. To sweet old Grandma Joyce. Yeah. Now I also do want to point out that we're going to leave the Haunted Mansion now. We're going to go to our final location in Haunted Disney. Um, But if you are into the Haunted Mansion and honestly some of the folklore about the Haunted Mm -hmm. Mansion, you should definitely check out our episode all about it. Yes. Um, We did it somewhat recently. We love the Haunted Mansion. And there's so much to say about the Haunted Mansion because there are even like elements of the design mm-hmm. of uh, the Haunted Mansion that play off of right. things that uh, people have theorized. So like the bride's wedding ring yeah. is embedded in the asphalt outside, which you should look for. I can't wait to see that. Uh, but that was not originally part of the design. It was like a fan theory mm-hmm. that her wedding ring was in the ground. So when they revisited the ride and were up you know, maintaining it, they did in fact bury a real wedding ring in the asphalt just to play into the legend that uh, people who enjoy the ride 
had been telling each other. Um, So if you want to hear more stories like that, go check out episode 105, where we speak all about the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, and um, Haunted Mansions around the world, like Disney Haunted Mansions, because they have different storylines and stuff. It's very cool. Yeah, there's uh, a Disneyland Paris, Disneyland Tokyo, Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. Uh, We went into all of the Haunted Mansion stories. Very fun. Yeah. Okay. So here are some like basic outside of the rides, just walking around Disney ghost stories. Cool. The monorail ghost. As the story goes, in 1966, a kid tried to sneak into Disneyland by climbing over the monorail track. Mm -hmm. Had you heard this? No. I think I had heard this story, like just like in the course of. People telling ghost stories. I think this one had made its way to me. No, I don't know this. Security saw him and, you know, started like trying to get to him. But the kid, being a kid, quite honestly, didn't think like, oh, I'm in danger. Right. Thought, oh, I'm about to get caught. And so continued running along the track. A train started coming around the bend. And so uh, this kid decided to try to duck under the train. Okay. Lie down on the train. People do it in movies. Yeah, people do it in movies. But he ended up getting sucked up into the mechanics oh, God. of the train and got dragged 30 to 40 feet before the train was able to stop. Oof. There are still rumors that cast members driving the monorail will sometimes see a young man running along the track right in the spot where this kid died. That's horrifying. It's one thing to just see a ghost and that's very scary, but I feel like there are a couple things at play here. First Mm. of all, you could just, for the split second that you see it, think it's a real kid and freak out, then freak out because you realize it's the famous ghost or whatever. Yeah. There's a lot there. Yeah, it keeps you on your toes, right? Like if you're driving that train and you think you see someone on the track, yeah, God, you immediately think to like pull the brake or something. I don't know, but then when you realize it's a ghost, you're both relieved and double scared. Yes. I saw a damn ghost. Very bracing. Yeah. Uh, Here's a lovely one. Here's a lovely story. And this is sort of piggybacking off of something that I didn't write down, but Uh I also thought was interesting. There are rumors of, um, and I think that this happens in a lot of places, So, but there are rumors that uh, uh, Disney used to be a hotspot for kidnappers. Okay. That they would like grab your kids, take them to like one of the bathrooms nearby and like cut their hair or dye their hair or uh-huh. change their clothes or something to make them, you know, not immediately recognizable uh, and then try to sneak them out. Right. Now, here's a ghost story about a woman in white okay. at Disney. Uh, 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 so a ghostly apparition wearing white Victorian clothing who is said to wander Main Street helping lost children find their way to the baby care center. Hmm. Uh, this is said to be the spirit of a woman who died at the site in the 1900s. So this is way before this park existed, but is still connected to the land. Some have theorized that the old timey feel of Main Street may have been why she remained. Oh, that's, she felt comfortable there. She felt comfortable there and she can help these kids. Right. Now we've also talked about women in white Mm -hmm. who usually are tied to some sort of a child story. Um, either they have lost their babies or mm-hmm. in this case are apparently trying to save right. children, but connecting this to that, that rumor yeah. of like kidnappings and stuff. Yeah. Right. She's a good Samaritan. She's a good Samaritan. She's the, she's there to, to help. Yeah. That's awesome. To be the savior. All right. And then the final story that I'm going to share with you is, uh, a ghost that maybe we should all not be super shocked is rumored to be at uh. Disney. 
Old Walt himself. That's right. The okay. very man, the founder, mm-hmm. the founder of the feast. Founder of the feast. Raise a glass. Yeah. So evidently, Walt Disney used to have an apartment over, now remember this, the fire station Okay. on Main Street Disney. There was a window up there and there was a lamp in the window. That oh, is man. Walt's office. He'd go there to stay with his family and he had an office there so he could get some work done. Can't imagine yeah. having a clear enough head to be like, uh, now down to business. Yeah, absolutely. Well, maybe like you, he liked to do it as a little <clears throat> bit of an exercise. He's maybe. like, I'm going to get down to business. I know it's all crazy here and everything. Yeah, let's but maybe challenge that our will... perception. Yeah. Yeah. After he died in 1966, the apartment was basically preserved. Staff would just go in to dust it. One employee went up and noticed that there was a desk lamp in the window still turned on. Mm -hmm. So she turned it off. Getting back down to Main Street and looking around and up, she noticed that the lamp was back on again. So confused, she goes back inside, goes back upstairs, turns the lamp back off again, and goes back outside. Sure. The lamp is still on. This damn lamp. It simply won't turn off. I won't accept this. <laughs> Unacceptable. So now she goes inside, goes upstairs, and unplugs the lamp. Mm-hmm. We'll be having no more of this funny no. business. Only to then hear a voice, perhaps Walt Disney himself, say, I'm still here. Oh, God. The light in the window has been left on. Ever since. I love that. So I got to give a look up there above the fire station, mm-hmm. see that lamp on, uh-huh. give a little nod. Tip of the hat. A little jaunty tip of the wait, Mickey ears that I'm sure I'll be wearing. Or a little salute. Yep. A sir. Wall- well done, sir. <laughs> is this a thing in anything? Because this is what I... Not this is what I thought you were going to say, but this is what came to mind. You said she goes up there to dust. Right. Is this a thing in anything where somebody's dusting and they're, I don't even know how this would happen. <laughs> they're holding their duster in the air or something. They're dusting a table and then they hit something else solid that they can dust, but they can't see anything. So they're dusting. They feel a, they feel a surface, but it's up into the air. They dust they're around dust- the shape of a exactly. person. That's what I'm saying. They're dusting the shape. They're like, okay, I'll just keep this moving. I'll follow this edge with my duster. Oh my God. <laughs> It's the shape of a person, Walt. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. Has this happened in anything? <laughs> you or? know, I think maybe it's come up in some writers' meetings for the Invisible Man, and then people dismissed it immediately because they all started going like, all right, let's unpack this. So the second she hits something solid that's invisible right in front of her, her instinct is to continue it's trying to, to dust dusting. around the shape. Yes. And we're supposed to keep in track <laughs> the way that she's moving her duster and we'll understand that it's the shape of a person. We can't really see that. You hey, what if we words. dumped a bucket of paint on him but then we'd see the shape you mark my words bitch and that elizabeth moss invisible man duster coming out duster scene duster scene everyone's gonna be talking about the duster scene yes it's gonna be chilling <laughs> whoa did you see the invisible man it's gonna be iconic like it the way that people sucked, talk about but that duster scene <laughs> the way they talk about the cereal eating scene in get out where she's munching on those oh, tricks. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, Everyone's yeah. going to be talking about the duster scene. It's going to yeah. be out of context. You're like, okay, so somebody was eating cereal and get out. Why is that scary? You're going to be like, okay, somebody was dusting something in the Invisible Man, you're saying, and right. that was terrifying, and then you'll see it and you get it. It also begs, like, at what point does the Invisible Man realize he's been caught? You know what I mean? Like, Maybe he's, he's messing with them. Continued standing he's like, there? Yeah, no, go ahead. Find the shape with sure. your duster. D- he should, you know what? When they start to dust around his head, he should go, a chew. <laughs> As the feathers hit his nose. <laughs> 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 
Oh no! There's an invisible man. <laughs> that gal's lucky that didn't happen mm. to her up there. Yeah. That that light turned itself on probably sounds pretty good to that gal now. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. You know, to overwrite it now, yeah. the invisible man's name, mm-hmm. Dusty. <laughs> Too far, Will. <laughs> Overwritten. Too far. Overwritten. Nope. Well, there you go. Hit Those the undo are... button. <laughs> Those are... Oh, crap. It auto-saved. <laughs> well, we have to keep it. All right. Uh, those are some hauntings at Disney for you to look out for, to you for you to bear in mind. Maybe you'll have your own encounter that has not been documented oh on the God. internet. Oh, my God. If only. Maybe you'll see something that flows green. Maybe I will see something that flows green. You never know. Oh, my God. You never know what William, might happen. I'm very excited. Yeah. By the way, I did have, probably not an encounter, but I heard something in the house the other day, something like fell or moved or something, and I said out loud, I don't know exactly what I said, but I said, if this is a ghost, can you please do something again so I know that it's a ghost and that it's not just that you know something fell. Right. Nothing happened. But they might have been, it could have been a ghost that's like, oh, I'll prey on your lack of knowing oh for sure. Perhaps. Right? Perhaps. I, know, I, I did think of that. I was mm-hmm. like, well, maybe they don't want me to know it's a ghost. Maybe they don't want you to know. So You never know. I guess it's we'll tricky. see. To be continued. That's the thing about ghosts. They're tricky. They're tricky. That's the thing. Looks like we've got a trickster. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. All right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We yeah. hope you enjoyed the show. Yeah. Uh, do you know anything about Disney? Do you have your own Disney ghost stories there's no way that i covered everything i think there are probably a million exactly so please feel free to send some of them into us you can reach us we'll keep talking about them oh without a doubt maybe you'll come back with some stuff that we need to dig into that'd be awesome hit us online at gttu pod on twitter facebook and instagram that's Mm -hmm. also a great way to keep up to date with the things that we're posting yep um you can also email gttupod at gmail.com mm-hmm. with your stories. Maybe they'll end up in a future show. Yeah, absolutely. When we do listener stories. Yep. Or you can create a thread on facebook.com slash groups slash gttupod so you can talk back not only to us, mm-hmm. but to other people who watch and listen to this very program. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can also go to patreon.com slash gttupod to find more content from us. We have monthly bonus episodes, a weekly clue about the episode to come and just other stuff sprinkled over there so check it out and become a netherworld warrior for a minimum of four dollars a month to get access to all that cool stuff mm-hmm. and more to come we would greatly greatly appreciate it very if you would very very much tell people about this show if you yes. enjoyed it post yes, about yes, yes. it write a blog post just mm-hmm. scream about it on the subway oh, absolutely you can also leave a five-star review for us on apple Podcasts or any other podcast app that allows you to leave reviews that does a great deal for us so yes. that people see that we're not some rinky-dink mm-hmm. crappy little show operation plus we read it and we uh we get all happy we, about yeah, it yeah it makes us feel good yeah so do that yeah um but yeah more than anything we just hope you had a good time yes so thank, thank you, you all so out. much for hanging out with us we will see you again next week when we will be back to gab about ghouls but until that Gabba time ghouls. comes <laughs> we'll grab some gabagool <laughs> but until that time comes we must travel Back to the netherworld go we. Capicola? What's Capicola? Like that meat? I thought Gabagool is like a soup. Grab you some might gabagool. be thinking of pasta fajol. How the hell do you sp- how do I even Google this? Oh wait, no, I know what to do. Gabagool. I know what to do. I know what to do. Voice to text? Yeah, right? Yeah. What is Gabagool? Gabagool is about as Italian as apple pie. What the hell does okay. that mean?
That doesn't help me. Uh, uh, That's what kind con- man Esquire's really got a monopoly on information about Gabagool. Yeah, Esquire is like the leading source for Gabagool. It is. It's Capicola. It's Capicola. Mm-hmm. Wow. Capicola yeah. Gabagool could yeah. it be? Could it be? Could like, it be? <laughs> could it be? No, could it be like? Oh, I made some um, Capicol. Yes, I think it's just. Did you mouth. say Gabagool? Yeah. I was trying to say Capicol, but I I, yeah, I had phlegm in my throat. Or I had a mouthful of Gabagool. Gabagool. Yeah. Uh, it's a Gabagool. It's Gabagool. <laughs> <laughs> there it. <is. laughs> 